0: friends, i out in the end, I might you on the lips,
1: your nose. But I guess that's how it goes. Let's keep falling in love with our The truth,
0: finally. Speak up. Finally, it's the truth that we get to it after all these years. We've been doing our show, haven't we? But we've never we've always been dancing around the truth. Dancing around it. Spinning lies in with things that are kind of like the truth. So you can't tell one from the other. But this, now, get ready, everybody. You're gonna mainline it. It's the truth about about cats and dogs.
1: Yeah. Do you wanna Yeah, concept yeah. concept stolen from me. What? Oh, okay.
0: The concept for the movie to the truth was
1: stolen from me from a (laughs) music video my group, the Blues Travelers, did. Oh,
0: yes, that's true.
1: Hi, it's me, John Popper from the Blues Travelers. Okay, I don't want that. I'm going to be joining Jack for this episode because this is a movie that's just (laughs) a movie length uh, version of my. Hit song music video for the hit song <laughs> runaround, which was featured in this movie, by the way. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. The twenty seven minute and twenty-nine second mark, I think, as like a little fuck you to me. Yeah. Famous libertarian.
0: <laughs> With a just a hint of an accent.
1: Little bit. Yeah. yeah. I think it's I think it's um largely affected. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Cause I um I want to see him like a little bit of like a kind of a I want to strike a Ted Nugent figure. Okay, you know?
0: I'm pretty sure John Popper is a Midwesterner. That's my guess, if I had to guess.
1: (laughs) Well, um, one of us listened to, uh, I would say, upwards of six minutes of an interview with him on YouTube. It's
0: got a hint of an accent.
1: Before uh, It's not really an accent. It's more like an anger. He's the anger. Is that that a little bit better? Yeah.
0: Yeah, there it is. Yeah, that's what I It's (laughs) sort of like uh, Rush
1: Limbaugh a little bit. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Hi Jack, it's me, famous libertarian John yeah, Popper from The Blues Traveler. This is going to be fun. I did a song called The Runaround. It's yeah. not important what The Runaround's about. It's important what the music video's about. It's right. about yeah, someone pretending it. to be someone else. We've talked about
0: it. Yeah. It's a running theme. Yeah, it's. I think it's a... Um, the Teeny Boppers appear to be singing The Runaround, but John Popper's
1: actually singing it in the background. And that's what this movie's about. Yeah. Me, John Popper. There's so many fruit flies down here. It's like... Like Jamie hit a body down here or something.
0: Is this still John Popper?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sorry. (laughs) Um, Anyway, (laughs) the romance genre, which you discuss with your co host, is famous for having a lot of um, John Popper esque
0: uh, run around tropes. Tropes, yeah.
1: Um, And I think it's your job on the podcast to sort of discover some of those tropes. And I think. Yeah, you invite me on John Popper. Yeah, when the trope is the runaround, the
0: runaround, yes. Which you And invented. then in
1: brackets music video, music video, yes. Because so the is... song lyrics are not relevant. <laughs> the song lyrics have nothing to do with anything.
0: But the truth about cats and dogs is a famous recreation of the classic French My play, classic the runaround. <laughs> music parentheses video. music video by John Popper. <laughs> Uh, and we watched it this week. Tanner watched it this morning. I watched it last night. It's a I I remember um I really liked it when it first came out and I quite liked it now.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, when I sat down to to start watching it, I was like this is um this is one I'm not going to like, but I'm going to have to pretend to like because people don't like it when we don't like the thing.
0: Yeah, while I was watching um, then it, I thought that By the end, as well.
1: <laughs> by the end I was like, "Oh no, I loved it."
0: It's cute. Yeah, it was good. Um, it's um, it's really the only I think the only pure. If you want to, if you're like me, and you want to yeah. mainline Janine Garofalo, and I call her Mike Queen yeah. Garofalo. Yep, it's true. Yeah, because she never
1: sold out, did she? Um, my Queen Garofalo is so good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> What what are you? I'm trying to come up with one for Uma Thurman, but it's just not coming. Her name's pretty hard to rhyme. Uma, the man, or let's move on. Um, Yeah, you know, I'm a famous, I'm a famous songsmith. Yeah, (laughs) look, sort of a poet.
0: As a poet, why not just appreciate something you've been given, which is that you can think about the fact that I call Janine Garofalo my queen Garofalo, and I loved it. Yeah, I love it too. And it's because yeah. she never sold out, except maybe with this movie. And I was going to say, if you're someone like me, and what you want in life is to mainline, my queen Garofalo, this is the only movie you can really do it. She's in other stuff, but I think this is the only one where she's the. We've the... seen her in other stuff. She's in other stuff, but I think this is the only one where she's a heroine. What about that sentence felt like the pushback you gave it was merited in any way? You're
1: just acting like it's like drought out here for Janine Garofalo in like in like 1997 or whenever this movie was made.
0: She's in a lot of things. This is a Janine Garofalo I it was,
1: it was. They're like, let's try Janine Garofalo in a romantic comedy. And you know what? I thought it worked. It's fucking. I thought great. it was good. I thought she was better than Uma Thurman in a romantic comedy. Yeah, who's also in this, and she's also good. And a man called oh, she's like, also good. Man
0: called Ben. I don't know if he's famous or handsome. I can't tell. No, but I've never British. seen him before.
1: Very British, and uh, I've never seen him since. Yeah, it's only been a few hours, but yeah. <laughs> as far as you
0: know, that's the last you've seen of him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, we should say, I guess, what the film is about for folks who haven't seen it, or. Run around parentheses music video by John Popper, Popper and the Blues Trap. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, if pressed, I say I'm Republican, but. Really? You're okay. Yeah.
0: And you like to argue with people on Twitter, including some of our uh, former colleagues. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much so that I kind of don't want to ev- invoke you too strongly because you <laughs> appear to be the type of dude who like searches your mentions and shit. <laughs> Oh,
1: don't. Yeah. I think he like doxes people. Yeah. Don't, don't invite. Famously doxes people. Yeah. Too strongly.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, let's see. Good song, though. What a song.
1: It is a good song. And this movie is completely lifted from the runaround music video. And they do do a big middle finger to John Popper by putting the song in the video. Yes. Me.
0: So let's say it.
1: Okay. Um, There's a scene in the movie where Uma Thurman sticks her finger in a turtle's butt, and they want us to believe (laughs) that the turtle is, like, fine after that, like, hale and hearty. (laughs) So when I said- A human finger!
0: Yeah. When I said, so let's say it, you thought that's what I meant, I guess? (laughs) That's what you were like, oh, by it, he must mean the finger in the turtle butt scene. What else could you have meant? I guess I meant, like, the, the broader plot of the whole movie, which does contain that scene.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. But w- let's address the, okay. the, the turtle butt in the room. The important details yeah. first. How do they expect us to believe that the turtle survived a human finger being inside of it? Now, all you have
0: to do is grab the turtle's leg, hold it steady, and give the shot. How do I get a hold
1: of his leg? Very simple. You're going to poke him in the butt with your finger. You want me to stick my finger up? Also, where is a turtle's butt? I thought it was at the end of its tail. Why? Is that what? ridiculous to think that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a turtle growing up. I think it pooped out of the end of its tail. No. I'm not a turtle scientist. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> it was a tortoise. It pooped out of the end of its tail. I swear to God. Are you going to make same? me go to
0: Google? No, I, please don't because you're going to embarrass Fine. yourself in front of Google. And are tortoises, tortoises and turtles the same? Do we have any turtle scientists who listen to the show? Now we're in trouble. Okay, folks, turtle scientists. Two questions. One, is tortoise and turtle the same? Two, did tortoises poop out of their
1: butts? Where <laughs> is a Tor Yeah butthole? Ugh. You're on a list. Okay. I'm on (laughs) totallytortoise.com slash tortoise-anus.html.
0: Is that your homepage?
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. No, it's it's like a tortoise. It is a tortoise like FAQ. Like if you're like a person who has a tortoise and you have like care questions. Yeah. And one of the frequently asked questions is under the tortoise anus heading, and it's the only question under the tortoise anus There's only heading. one
0: question, one half. What will happen
1: if I stick my finger into the anus of a tortoise? Yeah. Um, and it appears to be sort of a community board.
0: Yeah. And people have kind of uniform opinions on the topic? or
1: Uh-huh. Someone, the most recent sort of contribution is, do not try it, you will lose your finger, period. It is not a myth.
0: You'll lose your finger? I was not expecting that. <laughs> it is not a myth it is not a myth so it gets curiouser and curiouser now because the implication is that there is what is purportedly a myth going around that you will lose your finger if you stick your finger in a tortoise's butt but that is in fact not a myth and in fact true okay i can't i need you off the site because you've become overly interested in it and we have to describe the movie you can respond to me if you want, but I can't have you reading the turtle for it. It's just I'm sorry. Laugh I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. This is
1: this is I I don't know what I've accidentally stumbled into. I feel like I've accidentally stumbled into like some kind of ARG or something. Cuz this goes back to tw- the most recent comment was from this year. Okay. And there's a few comments every year back to 2011. Yeah. And at some point someone weighed in and said this is not a myth. When we were growing up in Africa, we used to stick our fingers in, in turtles' buttholes, and the turtles' butthole would contract around your finger, and sometimes it would contract so hard you lose your finger. But but I think it was an exaggerated myth. And then there's a lot of discussion around that. And then the comment we landed on, that sort of like yeah, the little bit of like muck that like reached up and grabbed us and yeah. pulled us down is was, a reaction to that. You
0: will lose your finger. It is not a myth. Not a myth. And do you think that's Uma Thurman making that comment? Does it say <laughs> D- decades, decades? People have
1: been posting about this.
0: And then this irresponsible film, stolen, ripped from John Popper's and Blues Travelers' "Is Runaround" music video, mm-hmm. irresponsibly s- strongly suggests to a generation of Gen X, whatever, too cool for school '90s kids. Yeah. That they should be sticking their fingers in a turtle's bottom. When did this movie come out? Nineties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm wondering if it um, was is just sort of like catering to the MTV generation as they like get into their late twenties and start thinking about settling down
0: and putting their finger in a
1: turtle's butt. I need you to finish the thought in a way that makes <laughs> sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Janine Garofalo, and it's about like cool. It's about like you know like Daria types. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> 96. No, it's like the okay. prime of Daria types. Yeah. <laughs> they were just giving it a shot. They're like, well, we got a whole generation of Daria types. Like, what if we yeah. make them a romance movie and no one wanted it? Except me now in 2022. I love it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Should we say it, what happens in it? Yeah. Um, Janine Garofalo is, uh, she's got a radio I we were advice. back to doing a timer. We can if you want. I don't give a shit. Swear to God, I do not care. You want me to do it? I'll fucking do it.
1: Yep. Hit me. Time me. Oh, you want me to time you?
0: Yeah. Do it. Yeah. 60 60 seconds. seconds. I don't care.
1: Second. Okay. Stop being so cocky. I'm I'm ready. I was born ready for this. Yeah. Get set. Go. Janine
0: Garofalo has a radio show about cats, dogs, and other animals. She's a veterinarian. It's going really well until a handsome man named Ben uh, is the actor's name, calls her and says, I'm having trouble with this dog. He's a photographer. He's doing a shoot with a dog. Dog has roller skates on. It's going badly. Janine Garofalo talks him through the problem, and then it goes really well, and he later asks her out on a date. Um... Janine panics and asks her neighbor, Uma Thurman, who's beautiful, leggy blonde, to pretend to be her because Janine is too scared to show her own face. That that date goes well. And then the rest of the movie is about whether this handsome British man named Ben uh, is really in love with Janine Garofalo. You still have you like 20 from seconds. The radio, so you slow down. Or in fact in love with Uma Thurman and then Uma Thurman herself falls in love with Ben and it doesn't go super well and then she feels bad and then Janine Groffalo and Ben have phone sex and then they do get together in the end and she has a cat and he has a dog and they love each other at the end.
1: Yeah, was it the episode that Aaron La Rosa was on where like the the floodgates had been kind of blasted wide open on, on um, finger blasting? Okay, let me try to unpack that. <laughs> okay. We um we see a lot of different kinds of sex scenes in a lot of these romance films and books. Yeah. And recently we were reading a book and I think yeah. it was our our first sort of like foray into finger blasting.
0: And La Larosa's uh, excellent novel for butter or worse, which was featured on a episode a couple episodes ago,
1: does fe- feature a famous 69ing scene. 60, 69ing, right. Yeah. So is this our there this is there's a phone sex scene where it's mutual masturbation. There's
0: a very, very dirty and very naughty and quite lengthy f- phone sex scene in this. Really
1: thing. long, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and there's they, the like,
1: turtle finger. finger yeah,
0: and there's finger blasting with turtles as well. A so the,
1: both of those hurdles have been cleared now. Yeah. That's why I was asking about the finger, the whether we had done that one before, because the the turtle scene. And t- is this true? Do
0: not. Do not try finger blasting because you, you will lose your finger. It's not a
1: myth. <laughs> it's not a myth. It's certainly not a myth. <laughs> um, good job on the read through. Yeah, thanks. I thought I did a really excellent job. Anything you miss? Anything I want to call you out on? Um, I don't think so. There's um, Uma Thurman has a bad boyfriend. Oh yeah, he's awful.
0: It's, it's, there's a funny scene where she like. Uh, Like, he's terrible. He's just, like, constantly negging her and is just obviously, like, a horrible man. Um, And she, like, finds out that he's a dick from reading a, like, Cosmo article that's, like, is your boyfriend an asshole? Turns out Roy is a loser. Tell me something I don't know. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I was kidding. I'm sorry. You are no longer allowed to read this destructive
1: literature. (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm glad you brought that up, Jack, because I Mm. have a quiz here. Okay, perfect. Oh, wonderful. Um, Take this quiz to find out if he's a total scrub. Oh great! And is it about and it's on, me on thequiz dot Yeah, I looked up. My, I gu- I did a Google search for quiz. Okay, is my boyfriend a loser? And okay. I think it's been sort of contemporized. Okay, so I think I'm doing it like as though I'm doing it about you.
0: Okay, so you're asking me the questions, and I'm tr- going to try to be honest. But it's about me. Am I like this? And then we'll see whether I'm a total scrub.
1: I'm going to take the quiz. Yeah. Okay. And the person I am focused on is me. Up okay. here, got it. Is you?
0: Okay, great, perfect. And what? I'll just sit back on the. Cut there here? is a okay.
1: SEO friendly. I would say three and a half paragraphs of text up at the top, <laughs> <laughs> all about like how to find if
0: your boyfriend is asshole. <laughs> yep, is boyfriend asshole? <laughs>
1: what time is the? Super Which Bowl? of these words best des- <laughs> Which of these words best describes your man? Ambitious, okay. content, uh-huh. Uh-huh. dreamer, purposeful, mm-hmm. content what about content, about right? Content. It might say content. Yeah, because yeah, that's what I'm, I'm constantly
0: slinging content. So I think we both agree that content is right for me there. And then
1: there's a, yet again another like SEO friendly block of text down here. <laughs> okay, under the first question. Yeah, good. How often does your man cook? Every night. He's the main cook in our home. That's true. Okay. Every
0: night, I cook dinner for the family.
1: So the thumbnail for this one is Randy Marsh from South Park. Um, And there's another SEO-friendly block of text underneath okay. Can all about we- Randy Marsh. <laughs> Good sight. You is fan. your man currently employed? Mm. Tough one. There's <laughs> only two options, yes or, no? options? So- <laughs> yes or no. What are the options, yes or no? I'll
0: let you answer that because it's kind of a thorny question.
1: All right. Question four. Yeah. How recent ago was your last date night? Mm. Oh, when did I last see you? Live show.
0: I can tell you how recent ago my last date night was with my wife, if that
1: helps. No, I'm I'm thinking about... Okay. I have you set in my mind. I got it. Sometime in the last six months. Yeah. Does your man use labels to describe people? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Who does it? So there's only three options. (laughs) Okay. You said yes, like pretty confidently. Yeah. (laughs) So the three options are yes, but tame ones like jock or nerd. Okay. Which is true. Yeah, certainly. And then there's no, he does not, which is not 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 true of you. Yeah. The the only other option is yes, he uses slurs and labels.
0: Okay. I think probably the first, well, it's your quiz, but I don't think I use slurs as well.
1: You said you use labels.
0: Right. So it sounds like we've got a clear answer.
1: Okay. Which of the following words would you use to describe your man's temper? Okay. Frightening, relaxed, irritated, or irked.
0: Man, he's got a relaxed temper. Is not a thing someone <laughs> says. He's got a really irked temper.
1: Let me see if this SEO um, paragraph makes it any clearer. No. <laughs> oh, there is a resource I can reach out to, though. Okay. Um, Fun a Front. I guess you seem pretty irritated now. <laughs> okay. Does he test boundaries? <laughs> Hmm. two and there's just two options again and both of them have an exclamation point
0: yes and no Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay (laughs) you're just saying this quiz by yourself you're not revealing which answers you're giving
1: i guess i want to know if i'm a scrub at the end though i guess how many more questions do we have testing boundaries i at first i thought oh i don't know this is a lot Okay. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought we were going to be pretty close to done by now, and I'm scrolling down now, and there's over 30 questions.
0: Okay. Could we maybe speed it up?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just start going through some of these. Let me um, let me scroll back up to question eight, which is where we were.
0: Okay. Perfect.
1: <laughs> um, how often does your man shower? Feels like an important one. Yeah. Once a day. I would say more than that. <laughs>
0: Often I just like, will be at a loose end and not know what to do. And so I'll just be like, maybe I'll take another shower. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go back up and say twice a day. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's not, not about getting of. clean. It's just like,
1: you know, it would be different if there was water. <laughs> How would you describe your man's facial hair? Right now? Yeah. Some stubble. The other options are clean shave and mountain man beard or mustache. And they've misspelled it. Unique is how I would describe our sex life. Is your man condescending? Yes. <laughs> um, He puts in enough effort. <laughs> okay. Financially responsible? Yeah. Uh, romantic interests? <laughs> bland, curious, perfect, or inconsistent? I'd say bland. Going with inconsistent. Okay. <laughs> um, is your man clingy? Yes. Uh, <laughs> is your man too close to his parents? Yes. Okay. Is your man a white knight? Yes. <laughs> Does your man care about current events? Yes. <laughs> Did your man vote in the 2016 election? Yes. Wait, no. Yes.
0: Uh, I wasn't a citizen yet.
1: No. <laughs> oh. Pick a word to describe your man affectionate, tender, cold, indifferent. Indifferent. <laughs> Pick a word to describe your man. Empathetic. Okay. Apathetic.
0: Some kind of pathetic.
1: <laughs> and is your man too negative? Yes. That's it. Um, here we go. See your okay. result. Am I a scrub?
0: Do you have to, like, pay to see the result? <laughs> I bet you have to pay to see the result. If you do, I'm going to make you pay.
1: <laughs> he's definitely a scrub.
0: What? Because I didn't vote in the 2016 election? I'm not a ci- I wasn't a citizen. I became a citizen
1: hey, after the here's 2016 the, election. Can I read the flavor text? Maybe it'll make this a little bit more clear. Okay. It says, he's definitely a scrub. And then there's a picture of Chris Griffin. Um, Standing on stage in a crown
0: From the Family Guy
1: Yeah, and I guess that's supposed to like Be you?
0: Yeah, so now they're just like Let's talk about Chris Griffin It feels like they lost their train of thought here
1: (laughs) Chris Griffin may be young, but I think we can agree He's definitely a scrub He lacks intelligence, hygiene, common sense I shower
0: twice a day! His only
1: useful asset is between his legs You may want to choose someone else
0: Also, like, I haven't seen Family Guy in a while But like, is that true that like his dick is, like, a big part of, like, who he is? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I've only seen the first three seasons, like any reasonable person. <laughs> and okay. I don't remember well, from that. I'm a scrub. Yeah, sorry. And you would have been a loser in this. Now, I am i don't know if the sex bugs in the bedpots will realize this. They probably didn't because you're such an artful editor. But um, yeah. that quiz was actually 30 questions long. Yeah. And Jack and I went through with it.
0: Yeah, we did the whole thing. I don't know how much um, I left in there. If I'm lazy, it
1: was a lot. <laughs> and he cut out, but he probably cut out a lot, too. Tough to say. Um, should we do it for me, too? Oh, God. The full 30-question quiz, or are we satisfied? You know, we're, like, really close friends. Well, I think if you're a scrub, I'm probably a scrub, too. If I'm a scrub, you're
0: a scrub. That's from uh, The Notebook. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I actually have a couple of other tests for you. Uh, oh, okay. So we can do oh, those okay. instead. Sure, Yeah. I've pulled two tests from the movie. I've got the cheese test, and I've got the carnage test. Do you want to just do both of them?
1: Can I ask about the carnage test real quick?
0: Yeah, the carnage test is something that um, Uma is it,
1: Thurman does in the film. Is it carnage trivia? Trivia about the Marvel's comic character, t- Carnage? Unfortunately,
0: no. Though oh. I think let's state it as given that you'd probably do a pretty good job on that test.
1: Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's, can I, how quick are they? Can I just pop them both in right now? Yeah, super fast. The cheese
0: test is exactly 30 seconds, and the carnage test is probably less than 30 seconds. Okay. So the cheese test is as follows. I'm going to describe it to you. So about 40 minutes into the movie, Janine Garofalo and Uma Thurman both go on a date with Handsome Man Ben, whose actor's name is Ben, and I forgot what the character's name is. He didn't, I don't think they ever said his name. But he thinks that, Uma Thurman is Janine Garofalo. Everybody following me? If you don't, go watch Blues Travel.
1: Yeah, go watch the music video for Runaround. You'll get it.
0: And Janine Garofalo is just her, like, tag-along friend. I think she's given herself a fake name, uh, which is Donna. Yes. Uma Thurman briefly leaves, and Donna is left alone with a handsome, nameless British man. And he asks her what she does, and she has to make something up on the fly and then talk about it. I timed it for exactly 30 seconds. Okay. The thing that she says she does is, I make cheese. And then he's like, oh, tell me more. And then it's literally exactly 30 seconds before Uma Thurman comes back and rescues her.
1: So what what, what do you do, Donna? Do you work at the radio station?
0: I make cheese.
1: Cheese? Yeah. Really, I've never met a cheese maker before. So what what sort?
0: Goat cheese. Oh, that's the, the stuff that smells of vomit. No, that's Parmesan. Yeah, of course. Mine's more of a fromage, really. And it comes from the south of France, the Pyrenees, where I have acquired a number of goats through a freakish inheritance. And uh, occasionally i take trips out there, and sometimes Abby accompanies me to check on the general health and well-being of my goats. Really? Yeah. Her cheese balls make excellent Christmas gifts. (laughs) So. I'm just going to set a timer ask you what you do and you can tell me what it is. Are you ready? You have exactly 30 seconds. Starting. Wait, am I making cheese or do I have to just no.
1: make up a story? It's
0: it can be anything, but you just got you have to talk about it for 30 seconds. Are you ready? What do you do, Donna?
1: Uh, glad you asked. I'm the lore master for Warhammer 40K. Um <laughs> where to begin, really is the question. Um Well, I guess it starts with the Horus heresy, really, Um, (laughs) unless you want to try to find the connections back between, like, Warhammer fantasy or Age of Sigmar and the modern age. But (laughs) I think, really, the modern age of Warhammer starts with the Horus heresy. Um, Emperor slain, uh, exists on his throne, um, you know, powers the whole, like... Psychic network. Um, Oh, and uh, then I'm back. It's
0: me, uh, your uh, friend who's rescuing you. Uh, His cheese balls make excellent gifts. (laughs) That was good. I think you passed that test. Janine Garofalo also does a really good job. She goes on like a tangent about goats.
1: (laughs) Except she has to (laughs) then own up, like she has to like (laughs) own the lie of being like a Swiss goat farmer. Yeah, but she
0: crushes it much as you did with the Horace Harris scene. Uh, your second test, Uma Thurman is
1: trying to be a newscaster. Is it believable? You look at me, and you're like, that guy could be a Warhammer lore master.
0: 100%. I was watching you, and I, in, the, wow. in that moment, I fully believed it. Wow. That means a lot. Uma Thurman is trying to be a newscaster, and she has been given the following script which she must read in a newscaster. Oh, this is this is my stop. boom goes
1: the dynamite moment. Yeah.
0: So this is your boom goes the dynamite moment. Tanner, welcome to the big audition. Uh you want to be newscaster for KXPR Radio here in Austin and um
1: let's hear it. We've given you a little script and can you do it? <sighs> 79 people drowned and another 200 were injured when a passenger ferry caught fire last night off the coast of Scotland. Stymied by a dense fog, rescuers could only hear the desperate screams of the victims as their four-mile journey turned into a tragic and watery end. <laughs> okay, so I think you made the same mistake there, if I may give you a
0: note, as Uma Thurman did.
1: 79 people drowned and another 200 were in- Wait... Seventy-nine people drowned and another 200 were injured when a passenger ferry caught fire last night just off the coast of Scotland. Stymied by a dense fog, rescue workers could only hear the desperate screams of the victims as their four-mile journey turned into a tragic and watery end. That was
0: good. That was really good, but you might want to make the carnage a little less upbeat.
1: Which is you What's have that?
0: read that in a newscastery voice. But yeah, not one that's appropriate to the subject matter.
1: <laughs> More shock jock. Seventy-nine <laughs> people <No. laughs> drowned and another two hundred were injured when a passenger ferry that's caught enough. fire last night no, off the coast like of either. Scotland. And then there's like bagpipe sounds. <laughs> 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 you and Uma did about the same level of job. Um, and I want you to do it. Can you think you can do it better? Yeah, definitely. Hundred. I went for stock newsman. Yeah. I went for AM radio newscaster just reading the news
0: yeah i could 100% do it better than you
1: that first one was a genuine attempt no i know i believe it it just like (laughs) it was the wrong kind of voice i mean if i do somber it's just gonna sound like i'm acting
0: well that's what i'm
1: about to do well let's hear it
0: 79 people drowned and another 200 were injured when a passenger ferry caught fire last night off the coast of scotland Stymied by a dense fog, rescuers could only hear the desperate screams of the victims as their four-mile journey turned into a tragic and watery end.
1: Here's the problem. Perfect. No, it was, here's the problem, is you went too far, because I think (laughs) if you're gonna go, you either have to go solemn or you have to go British. If you go solemn and British, it doesn't work. (laughs) Any British newscaster would state it like very, like... (laughs) matter-of-factly.
0: I think that was perfect. I threaded the needle. Um, Do
1: you want to do a quick name generator, or do you want to get out of here? Let's do a quick name generator, I think. Yeah, please.
0: Okay, so um, at some point early on in their courtship, the handsome British nameless man does give Uma Thurman, thinking that she is, in fact, Janine Garofalo, it's complicated, watch the runaround video if you don't understand, a a book. And the book that he gives her is... Oh, no. He reads her a sexy book over the phone. He gives her a book, and he reads her a sexy book over the phone. The book that he gives her is the letters that Simone de Beauvoir gave to Sartre. Yeah. And the book that he reads to her over the phone is um, Roland Barthes' Camera Lucida. (laughs) Ooh. So, I guess the... Sounds sexy. Name generator is, what would you...
1: Read to your new lover over the phone. Yeah. So you just got to find a book for you. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, And who's my lover?
0: New lover, sexy lover, whoever you want. It's Janine Garofalo. Let's just make it easy. Oh, okay. And you're, you're about to do sexy phone stuff. Guys, skip past that scene in the movie. It's too much. I had to cover my eyes. The sex scene? Yeah.
1: The sex phone uh, sex yeah. Yeah. Um, how do we find a book? I think the Christian reading room has free books. Do you want to go? Does Audible like give you suggestions? Oh, yeah. Audible will give me suggestions, kind of based so on what last. So why don't you go to, last.
0: to your Audible account, and then we'll, I'll go to mine, too. And then we'll just go to our suggestions, and we'll count down to the day of our birth. And this is something we're having phone sex to? This is the sexy book that we're going to read to our lover as a preamble to um, phone ending,
1: sex. Ending in phone sex. Uh, if, uh, if it goes well. Okay. And my top can... suggestion is "Veteran Voices: Stories Honoring okay. Lives of Service." That's perfect.
0: Ve- say it again.
1: Here, I'll I'll send you the link. But the, my my top suggestion was a editorial called "Veteran Voices: Stories Honoring Lives of Service."
0: Okay, that's a uh,
1: a little weird. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> and I guess. So, and then and then. What do I do? This is the book I have to masturbate to? Uh, Noam Chomsky the... and Vijay Prashad's The Withdrawal, Iraq, Libya, Afghanistan, and the Fragility of U.S. Power?
0: I guess so, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's I'll another. Try. That's your second top suggestion? That is what was nestled within the editorial oh, list. Yeah, my
0: top suggestion is also veteran voices. Uh, <laughs> honor the stories. Oh, no, look, I've got, look, here, underneath that it says recommended for you. So I'm going to go to that.
1: Oh, Okay. Thank goodness. I did not want to have phone sex to that. Yeah. Ooh, Matthew Perry's biography. Autobiography.
0: <laughs> that sounds great. So I'm just going to do this the way we're supposed to, which is, and folks, if you have an Audible account, you can do this. If you don't, look, there will be other names. generators. stopping you. Yeah.
1: Um, what a great service. I wish they would advertise on our program.
0: Okay, get ready for a very sexy f- phone experience with uh, your man, Jack. Uh, and yes, I am a Chris Griffin-like scrub. But why are you still with me? Because I make it up to you by uh, getting on the phone when I'm traveling for work and reading to you passages from Surrender, 40 Songs, One Story by
1: Bono. (laughs) Wow. I guess I'll have to go with my second choice then. (laughs) Uh, Because I was also going to go with Surrender, 40 Stories by Bono. But I guess I'll go with the latest... um... Well, you just got to scroll to the day of your birth. What are you, the 24th? Yeah, it's a a long way to read, or count. (laughs) All right. Okay. What is it? It's Atomic Habits. (laughs) Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results. (laughs) (sighs) An Easy and Proven Way to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones by James Clear, (laughs) read by Mm -hmm. the author. You know, Or by you. I think this is because I listened to, well, it's either because I listened to Seven Habits, <laughs> habits of Highly of Effective <laughs> People <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Twelve Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. Did you really? No. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> that's with like what other people have read. And I have okay. listened to Seven Habits of Highly Effective People for a book okay. club.
0: Folks can play along at home. If you don't have an Audible account, just use, I guess, something else. Just guys. get one. It's, it's a fabulous service. <laughs> um, should we take a quick break? Yeah, please. All right, it's time for a hit segment we always do at the end of the break, which means, Tanner, you have to go, and you're not welcome here. Anymore. No! <laughs> Arbiter Tanner, welcome back from the distant dystopian future. It's nice to
1: have you. Thanks for having me, Jack. Yeah. Uh, Pleased to be here. Chilly down here in the basement, and there's lots of fruit flies. Yeah,
0: it does seem like. I don't know (laughs) what that's all about. Tanner
1: seemed confused, too, so. (laughs) (laughs) They're all over the place. Something, (laughs) a plant must have died. Okay, fair enough. You know why we brought you here? It's not for banter. We don't have plants in the future. They all died. Yeah. Um... (laughs) We killed them with our hubris. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, we brought you here to review the reviews, as it were.
0: Who watches The Watchmen? Who reviews the reviewers? Who talks about uh, whether the Rotten Tomatoes reviews are good or not? And it's you, Arthur Me. Tanner. And so I've collected a few reviews ranging from quite positive to quite negative about this film, The Truth About Cats and Dogs, starring Jenny Groffalo, Uma Thurman, and uh, Ben, of uh, some man named Ben. And it's our hit segment. It's called On the One Hand. mm The first review that I have for you to think about is from Myra M. It is a very positive five-star review of this film, which she wrote on May 26, 2008, and she wrote the following.
1: Like it a lot. (laughs) Pretty good. (laughs) What's that from? Seinfeld? I don't know. There's a lot of O's. (laughs)
0: I liked it too. I liked her review. Yeah, I like
1: <laughs> it a allu- loo. Well, I guess if there's that many. It could uh, be a others, It would be a
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a segment within a segment we like to call On the Fence Hand. Yeah. Uh, where we talk about the middling reviews, and I actually have a few of these. Uh, the first of those is from Michael C., who gave two stars on October 26, 2009. Michael C. says of this film, It's been a long time, but I'm pretty sure this movie is mediocre. I don't think it's not fair i think it's not fair he can't remember he thinks that when he saw it he thought it was mediocre and he's just trying to like up his review count (laughs) like watch the movie
1: again or don't dude (laughs) i think i think two things are true of this i think if you haven't seen the movie in a while and you're thinking back on it your memory of it would be eh pretty mediocre it's like there's not it's watching it it's good but there's not a lot of memorable scenes except for the thing like the um, turtle fingering one. There are two finger blasting scenes, and they're both quite memorable. The other thing that is true, yeah, is that I don't remember. Go ahead. Sean W gives this film two stars on March seventeenth, two thousand nine, with the following review:
0: "The truth about cats." And that's what he said. Is the truth How about many stars? Ca- two stars, and he's hmm. he put that in title case in case that's.
1: Oh, I'm. I see. <laughs> he's reviewing cats. <laughs> that's possible. The truth about cats thinking, is that they're two stars.
0: He felt that the film was truthful in its treatment of cats. But oh, yeah. not so much about the dogs. dogs.
1: And that's Honestly, why he, he couldn't again, in good conscience give it
0: uh all five stars.
1: <laughs> sort of fair. Yeah. There's okay. only one dog in the movie and he's highly trained, and there's like yeah. a thousand cats, and they're just like cats. They're like, Yeah, and they're out. just
0: kind of catting around. Yeah. Yeah okay fine claudia r gives this film two stars november 16th 2008 claudia r says of this film not that bad but i didn't like the cast and the story too much okay what did you like <laughs> claudia what did you like claudia like the directing you didn't like the people in the movie or the story of the movie
1: what did you like <laughs> the cinematography <laughs> you like cats and dogs She's just an she's an appreciator of like the mise en scène, you know. Yeah, I guess so. She likes a set dresser. This is a segment within a segment we like to call "On the Other Hand,"
0: where we talk about the negative reviews of the movie. And sorry to be a bummer, but we have to do it. Okay. On July first, two thousand nine, Savannah gave this film one point five stars with the following withering review: "Strange and so not about animals."
1: Well, that's not true <laughs> at all, Savannah. Did you watch the movie? Oh, maybe it's a (laughs) savanna. It's like an actual prairie. She's like, where where are the mountain (laughs) lions? Yeah. (laughs) And like coyotes. Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense.
0: Okay. That makes sense. All her reviews of all movies say that. (laughs) Except for like Planet Earth, where she's like, great, nailed it. (laughs) Uh, Keelan C. gave this film... 0.5 stars, one half of a star on January 23rd, 2009, with the following all-caps review. I almost dumped my ex after seeing this with her. She loved it. I'm glad she was the one who got away. Wow. (laughs) The one who got away? Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. Notably, the seeing. I think he's deliberately not included a G there in a way that just feels pointed. But then it's like... You're glad she got away, but she's also the one who got away, which is someone that you're traditionally not glad that they
1: got away. (laughs) And was it because of the movie? I think it's just a lack (laughs) of other... I think like she is the one who got away. Okay, yeah, there's no other. He's there too. There's No, as far as I know, there's only one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's just very lonely.
0: Finally, Amanda C. on June 21st, 2008, gave this film one half of a star and said the following thing. I don't like this one. I always get excited because I always think this is the cats versus dogs movie. LOL. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is that? And is that? it maybe? Is it perhaps a prequel? Oh, you haven't seen what's it called? I think it might just be called Cats versus Dogs. Okay. Um, and it's sort of a, um, a it's a two thousand and one. Okay. Kind of action thriller. Okay. <laughs> uh, about. Sort of a warfare in a house between cats and dogs. Okay. And it's pretty like high budget, I think.
0: So Amanda C is constantly having the experience of
1: getting excited that this is that. Watching. Fa- a- I should say family action thriller. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's CGI cats and dogs.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Who do you think um, gave the fairest minded review? Savannah savannah <laughs> so <it> crushed it
1: <laughs> like totally fair yeah it's not if that's all you know
0: if that's all you know fair yeah. enough all right arbiter tanner thank you for joining us we'll send you back to the no. house from- <laughs> um tanner welcome home fruit flies Hello. seem to be gone
1: oh did they go into the far future <laughs> yeah <Ooh-hoo. I> think <laughs> ray bradbury has something to say about that <laughs> yeah that could be bad
0: yeah. It could be like a the fly like scenario too, if they got like caught into the time stream as Arbiter Tanner is getting reconstituted. Oh, and in the he future. Just, he's like a little
1: <laughs> like annoying fruit fly now.
0: Yeah, you never know. You know, something to add to the lore.
1: Yeah. Um uh, we've got about
0: ten minutes left. Normally we like to review the film, but I was thinking we could try something a little different today. Okay. This came up in our discussion of um can't find- I just
1: said, yeah. you know what? I might have to go back and retake that quiz, and I hope we have time for it, because I okay. think um, when it's asked if he likes to try new things, I said no. Yeah, not really. Well, that's normally true. <laughs> yeah.
0: Today I want to try something a little bit different. It came up in our conversation with Aaron LaRosa, author of Can't Find the Butterman." Get It at a Bookstore Near You. Mm, um, that's what it's
1: called. It's called <laughs> The Butter <or> Wars. <laughs>
0: We uh, have abandoned our hit segment where we uh, come up with a romance novel for a couple reasons. One of those reasons is I think the novel that we were coming up with had become increasingly, and I'm just going to say it,
1: convoluted. Okay.
0: And so it was really, it was becoming more and more difficult to like advance the plot beyond the first couple pages because we kept weighing it down with more backstory. I'm just going to say I thought we were just doing world building. (laughs) But I think we have an opportunity here to, um, we've been watching enough romance movies and rom-coms. We have an opportunity to build our own romance script.
1: I think, and I I would hate to throw out the baby with the bathwater. Yeah. um, And I don't want to throw away all the good stuff we had. Okay. And I and I just want to hedge you off at the pass cuz I'm worried you're going to say like, "Oh, we should start fresh." But no, I think we should liberally adapt. Okay. Time okay. uh love in the time of Okay, horses. this is
0: a segment that we like to call Love in the Time of Horses.
1: Were you going to suggest we start over?
0: I was going to suggest we completely Throw start it. over, but no. All that good stuff. Yeah. All right. So we're making a movie called Love in the Time of Horses, and we got to start again. Think about when they did um, uh, Pride and Prejudice on Fire Island. You barely even noticed that it was Pride and
1: Prejudice. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we take the we take the the shell of what we had. Yeah. So we and got to Fill it with Fire yeah. Island. But so what we like to do
0: is take what we've learned from the movie we watch to start. And I thought this would be a good one to start because it's a classic rom-com. It's based on one of the classic love stories of all time. Uh, the, run around the music video. Run around video, music video the, from uh, Blues Traveler. From Blues Travelers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you want
1: me back? You want me back? Is that what he says? No, that's what I'm saying to you. I'm back. You're back. Oh no, I don't Blues want Travelers you back. Blues Travelers, John Popper.
0: Yeah, no, we don't want Blues Travelers, John Popper back necessarily. Maybe that's a good element—the element of wooing, wooing someone on behalf of someone else—that we can take. Let's set
1: up some ground rules because yeah, okay. I don't, I, I can't skydive without a parachute. Jack, okay, perfect. Yeah, I need some, I need some bumpers to bounce off of. Yeah. So I want to set up some, so some sort of like fundamental rules for the universe. Okay. One. Yeah. Finger banging a turtle will not kill it in our universe. Okay, so if it if it comes up, if it comes up, yeah, if it yeah, comes yeah, yeah. up
0: in the screenplay, the lore of the universe is that. Well, can I add to that? Please, it will not kill the turtle, and it will not take off part of your finger. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think or do you think you people will think it's unscientific? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like having a little built-in mythology, so I think we should. it should be a little bit mysterious whether okay. or not it takes off your finger.
0: Okay. You know? But we're not saying we want that in the film. We're just saying if it comes up. Or, you know what? In the universe of the film, those things are true, whether it comes up or not. So
1: it'll be like an IMDb trivia point. It's the biggest and toppest thing on the whiteboard right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it feels so like it's going to It's going to be tough up. for it to not come up, but okay. we'll see.
0: All right. <laughs> Okay, so do you do you like the idea of using the rom com trope for our film? Is it the film is called Love in the Time of Horses? The runaround trope. Do we want to update it? Because um, the Fire Island movie wasn't called Pride and Prejudice; it was called Fire Island. So we could call this oh, Love yeah. in the Time of Something Else, just as kind of a, a nod.
1: Turtles. Well, what replaced the horse car? Oh yeah, Turtles is good. Love in the Time of Turtles, I, and that it does sort of like it's a little bit like skating a little close to that <laughs> thin ice sign.
0: What about finger blasting in the time of turtles? <laughs> Is that the getting even too... That's going beyond the sign, isn't
1: it? I don't know if that's going to clear the like, <laughs> yeah, sensor okay. panel. All right, let's walk... Let's pull that back a little bit. <laughs> um, Banging in the time of turtles? What about just, like, turtle time? Turtle time's not bad. The truth about turtles... You're not turtles? worried about skating too close to that, that rule? No, I don't want to skate there at all. <laughs> well, it's too late. You've You've set us on the path, so... Truth about turtles. The truth about turtles. Okay, sure. Okay, that's good. Truth about
0: turtles. That's good.
1: So we need, um, we need a heroine. Well, let's think about who the Uma Thurman and Janine Garofalo of today are.
0: Okay, perfect. Who's Daria? We have now? an op- we have Oh, a- Daria now is April Ludgate from Parks and Rec.
1: No, wrong. Yes, that was like ten years ago. <laughs> now is ten years ago, as far as I'm concerned. Who's the Daria of now? God, my answer was exactly right.
0: And she's still like very popular and famous. (laughs) What was the last thing you saw her in? She's in a new movie out. that's out. She's being someone in the thing right
1: now. I just read it. She's like an adult. She just played a mom in Chucky. She's not the cool like Daria teen anymore. Well, neither's Janine Garofalo in this. She's like a 20 something. Okay, fine. I don't care. You pick someone else. I didn't say who's the Daria of now. I said who's the Janine Garofalo of
0: now. Right. And it's her. April Ludgate. What's that actor's name?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: Yeah. So April Ludgate. Aubrey Plaza. Yes. Okay. And so then Aubrey who,
1: Plaza's in our movie? It's a, no, it's
0: the. She's uh, attached? It's an Aubrey Plaza like character. Okay. It's just snarky. Do we do snark in the aughts, in the nows, in the teens? No. No snark.
1: Pure sincerity. Like okay. dangerous Uzi. sincerity. Okay.
0: So scratch that.
1: If you're not sincere, sincere you're All canceled.
0: Right. So we've got a turtle scientist. Does that seem fine? Okay a sincere turtle scientist. Hyper sincere yeah. turtle scientist, yes. Yes. That much is true. She's writing her thesis on whether or not
1: what happens on what happens. I want her in the field. I don't want to do that. I don't want the entire movie taking place in a lab, Jack. Okay, fine. What is it, this, Resident Evil? Let's she, get her out in the Galapagos. She's
0: gone to the Galapagos. That's perfect. perfect. This is great.
1: We'll do the production in Galapagos. She's gone to too the Galapagos we'll a trip there.
0: to find out the truth about turtles.
1: Yes. And her number one A1 question, Jack?
0: Yeah, but it's only it's only hinted at. Yeah, okay. Okay? <laughs> Oblique. <laughs> Oblique. Yeah. yeah. We know it. We know it. You know what they say when you're writing is you give your character a secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But only you know it.
1: That's the secret. Yeah.
0: It's just, you know, yeah. oh, she's figuring out, trying to figure out some stuff about turtles.
1: Truth yeah. about it. Oh, what are you going to Galapagos for? Learning the truth, truth about, about turtles. Truth about turtles? Good. What do you mean? Can you say it less mm. obliquely?
0: No? No. No, that's about as obliquely as I can say it. Then we need a love interest. And it doesn't need to be a man. Guess what? It's the fucking 90s, whatever it is now.
1: It doesn't have to be a man because it's the 90s now. And it doesn't have to be anyone we've ever seen before. We're imagining
0: Aubrey Plaza for the um, turtle scientist. So who are we imagining for our love interest?
1: Thinking who else would be on Galapagos Island? Probably another researcher. Okay, Um, yeah. And I'm guessing, like, maybe, like, a senior professor.
0: Okay, who are some professory
1: types? Oh, you know what? And I should say this now.
0: Jamie Foxx is in this movie.
1: And we haven't mentioned it, because he's, like... He's only in it for, like, a total of, like, four minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He has, like, two lines. Yeah, he's. I don't. It was also like '96, wasn't he? Pretty popular by then. I don't think
0: so. I, his, oh. cha- his whole the character, the whole point of his character is to like when the handsome nameless British man is like, "Man, I really like Janine Garofalo, but Uma Thurman, who I think is Janine Garofalo, is acting weird." Jamie Foxx is always like, "She's hot. Don't worry about it." <laughs> That's like his whole, his entire role in the film. I'm
1: just confused. One minute she's one thing, and the next minute she's something else completely. Yeah, but you know, women are like that, though. No, but I mean, there's something off-balance about her. You know, on the radio, she's confident and articulate, and then you get her in person, and she's just, I don't know, she's scatty. Oh, she's scatty? Yeah. Anybody that fine, it doesn't make any difference. <laughs> yeah. He also reveals the big secret of the movie, Yeah. but after it's already been revealed. Um, so we need a professor type. Professor Lee, Who's got, like, a big gray beard? Um Kendall. Ian McKellen? Yeah. Yeah, Ian McKellen. I think that's going to be an age difference problem. Well, I'm not the one who set the movie on Galapagos Island. (laughs) So he's sort of like an aging professor. Who
0: plays him? There's an X-Men movie where it's Gandalf in the past. Who plays that one? (laughs) Uh, James McAvoy. Okay, can we have that? (laughs) I guess. Everybody knows that that's a Gandalf in the past, right?
1: How come when I registered an age issue that April Ludgate is like a late 30s mom now in movies? Yeah. We just blew past it. <laughs> but suddenly I match her up with love interest Ian McKellen. <laughs> and I don't like it. And you're all hot and bothered. Well, it's we're not getting these actors anyway. It's
0: just who we imagine. A so type, if you want to yeah. imagine <laughs> Ian McKellen, you can. I don't care. <laughs> James McAvoy. He's on a boat, and they're gonna be rival researchers, total researchers, aren't they?
1: Well, maybe he's going there to research like a much less appreciated and like less popular like kind of frog. And he's very like he's got sort of a complex about it. That's great. <laughs> and if you lick it, it gets you high, and he's got like a research assistant who's like super into that, and that's why he's going and he's like the comic relief. Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. It's so good. Good movie. Yeah. Okay, so folks, that's where we're going to leave that for now. Somebody fucking make a wiki or something, because I need to remember all this shit as we build this this film.
1: Oh, it's not a new film each week? We can do a new film each week if you want. So it's about two turtle scientists. Well, sorry, Jesus, now I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> a turtle scientist and a frog scientist going to the Galapagos Island to study together, and they're yeah. just sort of like, um, there's some tension between them. Yeah. Often cut by this sort of like bumbling research assistant sidekick who's just going out to get stoned on frog licking. Yeah. I guess she needs a friend. I guess we can explore that next week. Yeah.
0: We'll give her a friend. We'll give her an new, Thurman type friend. Yeah. That's all the time we have for today. Tanner. I'd like to thank you very much for bearing with us this week. You are welcome. I'd like to thank the bug babies and the sex pots and the baby bees for bearing with us this week. We do love and kiss you all the time. Mm hmm. I'd like to remind folks that you must indeed subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. We talk about um, TGIF shows and it's good. And you have to join our Facebook group. It's Baby Nation on Facebook and try, recommend the show to a friend. Why not? Just do it. Why it's not? Good. Say it. Yeah. Say the show to someone. Say it.
1: Now, do it now. Say it. Yeah. Look, look at whoever's closest to you right now. Yeah. Say, Say the it show. To them. And if you don't yeah. know them, get yeah. their attention first. Yeah.
0: All that remains is for me to say. That this week we watched a film. The film that we watched was called "The Truth About Cats and Dogs," starring My Queen Garofalo and Uma Thurman. Pretty
1: good. Yeah. And I had next an week, hour to come up with something, and I didn't.
0: Next week you're allowed to uh, pick three films. You, you, my, you, my woman. No. Sure. Yeah. It's starring My Queen Garofalo and Uma Woman. Uma. <laughs> <laughs> That it doesn't it's not as good as my thing. No. Um, yours is really good. You are allowed if you would like to choose 3 films and I have to pick one of the ones that you pick for our next movie.
1: Okay? Here are your options. Um Just Right? Just Right? W R I G H T 2010. Okay. It's um Queen Latifa and Common. He is a basketball star and I think she is his publicist. Okay? Your second option is Good luck, Chuck, Jessica Alba, Dane Cook. Oh, God, Jesus, what are you trying to do? <laughs> and your third option is The Breakup, Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. Oh, that's a classic. Hello, Hello Miles. Do you want to come down and be on the podcast? These are all uh, widely hated movies. I literally just chose them at random. I I searched best rom-coms of the 2000s. Hey Coco Man, you want to come down? I'm recording my show. Do you want to come be on it? What do you want to talk about? Nothing. Nothing? I don't, our listeners haven't heard your voice in a long time. Will you come talk? No. No? Who are you dressed as today? There's no... It's just Jack. It's my friend Jack. You want to come say hi to him? No. I came here to look for a new toy. You came down here to look for a toy? All right. I'll be up in just a minute, okay? And wait, will you go upstairs, please? No, I came down. You uh, you have two options. You can come hang out with me until I'm done, or you can go back upstairs.
0: All right, I just quickly need your help.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, Miles. So you've picked three uh, widely hated movies. I think I've narrowed it down. Um, Okay. Here's what The Breakup says in its Rotten Tomatoes reviews. The anti-romantic comedy lacks both laughs and insight, resulting in an odd and unsatisfying experience i think that's not gonna be that fun to talk about hi jack hi hi miles how are you good what did you dress as for halloween a truck a truck that's so cool do you know what cyril my son dressed as he dressed as spider-man do you know about spider-man i have a spider-man you have a spider-man i have got a spider-man jacket oh that's very cool who's your favorite superhero It's
1: spider-man,
0: Spider-Man? yeah that's a good one mine is doctor strange do you know about Doctor Strange?
1: He doesn't. So, what are you thinking? You don't want to talk about the breakup?
0: Well, here's what I'm thinking. So we have now we have two choices. Good Luck Chuck yeah, is even thing, more roundly hated on uh, mm. Rotten Tomatoes. You it's five percent.
1: When you're not doing it, you turn it off. Yeah, sometimes.
0: The review is a shortage of laughs and an undercurrent of mean spiritedness undermine Good Luck Chuck, squandering a decent premise on gross out humor and shopworn slapstick. Okay. So that's roundly hated uh, and then just right. looks like it might be kind of fun. So the question is, and I'll put it to you, is it more interesting to do something that's kind of fun or something that is absolutely vilified?
1: Huh, I don't know. I guess we'd probably have to go to the iTunes charts and look at what the top movie podcasts are all about, if they're about movies that are kind of fun or movies that are widely vilified.
0: All right, fine. Next week, we're going to be talking about Good Luck, Chuck. You do not have to watch it. We will do it. (laughs) Uh, all that remains is for me to say that this week, I have been Jack Alexander Shepard.
1: My name is Tanner Greenring. Will you say, my name is Miles?
0: My name is Miles. Happy <laughs> <laughs> friends.